Did he go? He did! And the game ends! A swinging strike three! Gabe Morales rings him up. The game is over, and the Los Angeles Dodgers are headed to the National League Championship Series. A controversial finish. The Dodgers advance. The Giants held them off all year. 107 wins, one better than the Dodgers. The Dodgers are one better. <laughs> in this best of five series and the reigning world champs are moving on. I didn't think he went on the slider from Max. Gabe Morales thought he did. Oh, oh man, boy, that's bad. I don't think he went. That's bad. But it's over. It's not reviewable. It's in the books. Max Scherzer closes it out for the Dodgers. Back to back strikeouts to end it. Well, that was Brian Anderson and Ron Darling with the final call of last night's Dodgers win. The Dodgers have advanced to the National League Championship Series over the Atlanta Braves. But that won't be the talking point today. It's certainly not the talking point right now. Kevin Barker, the game ends. Wilmer Flores getting called in the check swing. Of course, and and you heard Ron Darling and Brian Anderson. Ron Darling is the guy in the background going, no. Mm -hmm. Basically summing up what every, I I would argue regardless of which team you're cheering for, everybody watching that game probably had the same reaction at the end of that. Everybody watching that game, whether you're a Dodgers fan, Giants fan, or or neutral, I, I am just watching the game. My the first word I thought was no. Nah. A couple of things we need to talk about with check swings. First of all, there is no definition of a check swing in the in the rule book. Um, Dale Scott, former Major League umpire, <clears throat> talked to uh, Erica Block of of John Boy Media right after the game, and he he just said there's I mean there's there's breaking your wrist, breaking the plane. There's nothing in the rule book that gives an umpire guidance there. And basically, it's a little bit of court awareness. Sometimes it's obvious, but in a case like that, you hope the umpire exercises a little bit of court awareness. But, you know, Kevin, this has, of course, raised the question now about do we need to review check swings? I want to know what fans think of 416 870 star 591 You can reach us in the text line. I mean, folks, uh, how much instant re- That was a three-hour and 26-minute 2-1 game in which one team starter went seven innings. It wasn't like both teams were emptying the bullpen. If you want to review every check swing, I mean, I'm just not, I'm not. I don't want to watch baseball if every check swing is reviewable. I just don't. I think there's enough video review in the game. I think there may be too much video review in the game. I don't know how you put that genie back in the bottle, but Kevin. So we'll find out what fans think. We'll find out what listeners think. Again, where do you draw the line in video review? Two things I want to ask you about Kevin Barker. One, the check swing. 
your initial reaction. What as a as a hitter is a is a check swing to you? What defines a check swing to you? We'll talk about video replay in a minute, but you've been in that. I'm sure you've been in that situation where you've checked your swing. Yeah. What defines a check swing well, to you? For for me, it's easy. Uh, when the barrel leaves, uh, go, goes ahead of the middle of the plate. That for me is a swing. The 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 breaking of the wrist, the 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 hands going forward. That's common sense. The, these umpires have seen enough baseball. They've seen enough swings to know that that's not a swing. And and there and that was not a swing, not was even, it? That's not even close. Okay. Like it's it's that's a no brainer. You you mentioned field awareness and and umpires understanding exactly where that's at in the part of the game. That's the eighth inning. We're not talking about it as much. That's the ending the game. That That's the whole big deal here is now Wilmer Flores uh, against Scherzer was, was 0 for 17 with nine punches. The chances of him getting a hit, even one, two in a count is not very good, but you leave it up to the player. You, you, you let them decide the outcome of the game. You don't get involved in that. And you have to, you have to understand where you're at as an, umpire, as, as an umpire, but this, this is not a surprise to me. The, the umpiring at the big league level is not good as a whole. There, there's some good umpires, but as a whole, every, every it, sport, but every sport complains not, about their officiating. Every sport complains about their officiating, Kevin. I mean, they just do. Okay, well, it's it, you, you ask about instant replay. You either have more instant replay oh, or you God. hold your umpires at the big league level more accountable on how good they are performance-wise. Like you, but how you, can you, you have had better umpires umpiring? The, uh, Doug, Doug Eddings last night wasn't a very good umpire. Like he, he, was, he has a big zone. Big zone. There's one walk yesterday in the game. Yeah. Like these guys throw so hard, they have so much tunneling, they have so many balls that go outside the strike zone. And when you have umpires who expand zones, that leads to guys, you know, thinking they have to go to the plate and and adjust to that and and expand earlier in counts. They think they can't take close pitches with two strikes. Yada yada yada. We we've seen this before. It's just. It's just a shame that Major League Baseball, mm. especially with two teams that had a what 109 wins on the season. Combined, each one of them did. That, that that's the determining outcome of one of the teams. That, that, that that's the reason why they went home, and it didn't have anything to do with the players. That's why I think fans, especially Giants fans, are are not very happy about that. Uh, we are attempting to uh, get either Jerry Crawford or uh, Dale Scott on, former Major League umpires. This was 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 Dale Scott commenting to Erica Block of John Boy Media, and. Um, I'm just going to read her the, I guess it's an email exchange she had with him after the game. And he's talking about check swings. And again, there's nothing in the rule book. There's nothing about breaking the plane no or breaking your wrist. Jeff, they shouldn't be. They don't be- have to be. Because it's, this is Dale Scott, because it's so vague, it leads to a wide interpretation with little guidance. I can tell you it's a call that you get a better feel for the more you see year after year. It's one of the toughest calls we have because of the lack of, lack of rule clarity. And it happens very quickly. I wish I could tell you to look for one or two specific things, but the reality is it is several. The general concept, did the hitter offer or swing at the pitch? And as he points out, most pitchers will tell you yes. Hitters will say they didn't. And this is the issue I think you referred to. Sometimes the bat moves very little, but the hitter, quote, offered. Other times it moves a lot, but in fact, he checked it. It comes down to judgment, something everyone has, but something that can also vary wildly. So that's an umpire's perspective of this particular situation. And as I said, it's going to be a talking point today because the game, the the Dodgers-Giants game ended, 
ended that way. And I understand Giants fans would be upset. We both said we're both in agreement. There's no way. There's, there's, n- if that had not been called a swinging, if that had not been called a swing, Kevin, nobody, I, I, I guarantee you, nobody would have raised a stink. Matt, Max Scherzer wouldn't have cared. Matt, Sch- Max Scherzer wouldn't have Absolutely cared. Absolutely not. No, no, nobody would have, nobody would have raised a stink. So we're, we're, we're in an agreement on yeah. that. Bad call by the umpire. But bad call by an umpire in a situation that really that that has no set interpretation. I don't know how you get around that. In soccer, the big debate with VAR, video assess, uh, assisted refereeing, is 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 offsides. And what they do and what you can see on TV when they review an offside play is they have a, a, a virtual line that goes across the screen. And if your shoulder's over, mm. you're offside. Foot's over. I mean, it's, so we're talking about a body part. Now, I would imagine there are people out there saying, okay, can't we come up with something similar to show when a swing has actually been a swing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure the technology is out there, but do you need to put little sensors on the bats now? Do you, you're, you're, you're always going to have this. I, I guess the only thing you could do if, if you wanted to expand video review is give each manager one swing review. But, I mean, my God, do we need that much certainty? Wouldn't we be talking about this if this was... May 25th? Yeah, I've been saying this. For, even, even if that happened in the eighth inning, we wouldn't be talking about this as much. But it happened to end the baseball game with against a team that had a really good season, one of the best seasons in baseball. That, that's why we're having this conversation. Can't we just all agree that the umpire screwed it up and move on? That Because the umpire screwed up a call. Yeah, too bad for the Giants. I feel bad for him. But can't we just put that down as one of – a thousand times we've seen umpires make a bad call and and move on. We do, do we need to have a referendum on everything about the game every time every every time there's a controversy? If you can guarantee me that that's never going to happen again, I'm. Well, it's not. I guarantee it's going to happen. Well, there, it could there, happen tonight. There you go. That that's why fans, especially the team that they're rooting for, <sighs> throw their hands in the air, wishing and yelling and screaming at the TV that baseball, Major League Baseball, needs to try and fix this. I, look, I, I played first base a lot. I saw a lot of check swings. When you're standing at first base, at least when I was, when I was holding a runner on, on base, it was basically where the umpire's standing. Yep. You can tell. It's common sense. There's a reason why there's not an actual rule. It's not written out in the 200-page rule book of Major League Baseball on, on what, what a check swing is. If you see the barrel that leaves, goes further than halfway through the plate, that's a swing. It's not about your hands going forward. So it's got nothing to do. What if, if I lean? Your, what if my body goes across Watch it? the barrel. If All you're right. watching the game, if you're paying attention, if you're an umpire standing over there, then, again, it's it's about common sense. It's, it's, there's a reason why Major League Baseball didn't take a time out to actually write it down in the rule book. It's because, at least for me, when I stood over there, most of the time, if not all the time, you can legitimately tell if a guy check swinged or not or if he swung or not. You can tell the the that hand movement where the barrel doesn't come with the hands. That's not a swing. That's not a check. Exactly what happened last night. 
That's not, it's not even close. Like the, these are the things is, and it gets back to, for me at least, and I've been yelling and screaming at you and you've been yelling and screaming back at me. You, you, it, for me, comes down to Major League Baseball needs to hold these umpires a little bit more accountable. Be better at your job. You're at the highest level doing this. Hold them accountable. You hold players accountable to these things. If you if you don't play well, you get sent down. Why would an umpire be any different? Oh, and, let me ask you this. And then this. when you see this at the highest level. I'm going to throw this back. You in, see this in the playoffs. I'm throwing this back you in your face. I'm throwing this back in your face. How many bad calls did he have last night? The home plate well, or had, the first base He only umpire. had one that mattered. All right. All right. So you're, tell, you're, you're telling me, okay, you're telling me that he's basically 0 for 1 and that you're going to get rid of him as an umpire because he he botched one call. I'm trying to you're you're, you're talking about players are held to the same standard. No, yeah. they're not. But that they you don't get sent you, you don't get sent down going over one. Uh, look, look look um umpires are for me only noticed. I wrote both the the home plate umpires name down. Kev D- Doug Eddings yeah. and I wrote the first base umpires Kev, name Kev. down. You know how many times I've ever done that? If if a hitter if a hitter hits gets one hit every three at bats He's a great hitter. If an umpire blows two out of every three calls, he's out of a job. So I'm I'm sorry. I there there are issues with umpiring. It's like everything else. Seniority is an issue. There are umpires who pull a lot of weight. Uh, it's not it's not as bad as it used to be because the umpires' quote unquote union isn't as strong as it was. There are a lot of issues with umpires in terms of seniority. Well, we all know the guys. We all. You know, I, I point out that that Twitter account, the umpire scorecard. It's yeah. not that hard to look at a guy behind a guy's work behind home plate and say, dude, if you got 97 percent of the home plate calls right based on what your strike zone is that day. Yeah, I looked at, I looked that, at Doug, that, that's Doug. pretty good. I, but here's what I'm saying. So we do have a way of, of, of judging of, of judging umpires now. But the problem the, the problem here is that the veteran umpires still have more sway in the unit there's no reason angel hernandez should be should be umpiring in the postseason i mean he he took legal action against baseball i mean it's probably one of the few reasons he's still in the game but you don't have to have him do the postseason you 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 so this again i get all that but man you you can't you can't look at one blown call and Kind of throw 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 everybody out. I mean, yeah, it's not. God, every, how many? How, it's, not, it's not everybody. Kevin, how many jobs? How many held, jobs do? How many jobs do you do you know where where people get stuff right ninety three percent of the time, and people look at it and go, God. I just yeah, I, I think, think I think umpiring is a little different story than trying to hit an actual baseball that's moving or catching a baseball that's hit a hundred miles an hour off a of bat. It's totally different. No, you've got to it watch. It's one thousand percent different. You're th- watching. You're, you're, you're trying to to that you miss a check swing standing at first base. That's yeah. obvious to basically people that are not even baseball fans. I'm not that see that. I'm not disagreeing with the check with 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 the check swing there, but th- this idea that. That there's, you know, that that baseball isn't holding its umpires to to a high to a higher a higher standard. I mean these you know, these these guys these guys make mistakes. I mean I can't I can't put it any other way. And if we want if you want to have robot umpires, and we're never going to have robot umpires. You're going to have an electronic strike zone. You're still going to have the home plate umpire behind the plate. Mm-hmm. So. 
you know, uh, the, the easiest thing to do, right? I, the easiest thing to do is not allow teams to appeal a check swing. I mean, just get it out there completely. Because you know as well as I do. <laughs> You've watched the Blue Jays. Every time a catcher appeals on a call, I'm going, Well, you, now you've got hitters doing it. You've seen Vladdy do it before the catcher yeah, actually does it. Yeah. So I blame the players in some way. You're playing this up. Yeah. Mm. I, 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 it's, it's a more, I think, it's a I more complicated. No, a it's a more complicated. On, on umpires yeah. than I am because I've been on the field. I've been between the lines with umpires. I, yeah. I know how they act. You know, D- Doug Eddings, that, that thing you're talking about judging, he gets 92%. I, I've been on that same website you've been on. Doug Eddings coming in, not, gets the 92 percentile. Now, what does that even mean? Does that mean he doesn't call the that box that you're watching when you watch the game? Ball, balls, he gets 92 no, percent of the calls it, right it, that are inside that box? It, no, it's very easy. It's it, the it, it's, We've talked about this. It's very easy. It's what his strike zone, it's a combination of what his strike zone is on that day and what the box is. Because there isn't an umpire. There has never been an umpire who has called every pitch in that stupid little TV box that shouldn't be on the screen anyhow. Mm. Because it's dumbed down the game. And it's made everybody a freaking expert. That's not the strike zone. The strike zone is what that day's umpire establishes in the game. Oh, yeah. And if he establishes a wider strike zone in the game and sticks with it, well, talk to baseball players. Hey, just be consistent. Just, you know, within reason. Don't have a 17-foot strike zone, Mm -hmm. but just be consistent. So if a guy is consistent with the zone that he has established, I I have no problem with that. 416-870-0590, 1-888-666-0590-STAR-590, 590-590 is the text line. Now we want to have video review of check swings. Where's it going to end, people? We've already, I, I think we already have too much video review. In, in, in baseball. I have no problem with checking to see if a home run is fair, foul, or over the fence, or hits a line, or goes over a line. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with checking to see if a ball was trapped. I had no problem with that at all. I mean, I have a bigger issue with the fact that you couldn't review that play in the Milwaukee the Milwaukee-Atlanta game where the ball falls out of the uh, out of the catcher's glove and, and Arias go, catches it. Didn't go past the third yeah. base back? Yeah, I have a bigger issue with that than I than I do with check swings. But I'll just ask you again: four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety five ninety five ninety on the text line. I mean, how much how much video review do you want? I think there's too much. I don't want any more. See what Jeff Passan thinks. Jeff Passan, MLB insider with ESPN, joins us just before jumping on a plane. Mister Passan, as always, we appreciate your time. Guess what we're talking about today? Uh, uh, the Jays offseason? Close. Mm-hmm. Close. <laughs> Jeff. No, I, I, ima- I, I imagine it's uh, uh, the, the call that had it been overturned would have been negated one pitch later when Max Scherzer actually struck out Wilmer Flores. Th- this, this would be it. This would be it. And my contention that I, and I've said this before, I, I don't want any more video replay. I'm tired of seeing every. I'm tired of seeing everything that looks like a checked swing appealed in a game to begin with. I I, I just am, and and I, you see it, you know, six, seven, eight times a game, uh, first inning, second. Inning. I'm tired of it to begin with. I sure as hell don't want it subject to video review. 
I mean, I don't know how you feel about this. To me, this is one of those baseball things that happened. Let's agree that the umpire, the umpire. It's just not good at your job. We're okay no, with that. Let's just, uh, let's, That's what you're saying. I would say it was a lack, it was a, a lack of court awareness on the part of the umpire and leave it at that mm-hmm. and move on. I don't know how you feel about it. Okay. So, so let me, let me throw this out there. I think there's a solution to this without having to go to video review. And I think that solution is twofold. Number one, you define what a check swing is. Can, can you guys, uh, Kevin, can you just define a check swing for me? I, go well, ahead. Well, what I, I said, because I used to try and play first base, whenever I was at first base, I, I didn't really think, thought I had an issue of, of noticing what a a swing or a check swing looked like. If the hands move, the barrel doesn't come with it, that's a check swing. If the barrel comes past the middle of the plate, which is obvious when you're standing somewhere in that vicinity to be able to see that as an umpire, as a first baseman, as a defender, that for me is a swing pretty cut and dry. And, and, that, that's probably and, why and, you're seeing not, it's not written in the, in the, in the rule book. Right. And, and is where the position of the bat is. If the bat is, has crossed the plate, like a, uh, let's put a line of delineation on the plate. If the bat crosses that particular line, which can be invisible to the human eye, but visible to our technological overlords that are going to be calling balls and strikes in the near future anyway, then it's a strike. If, it doesn't, if the barrel doesn't cross that line, then it's not a swing. Like... Uh, I don't know. I, I think that there is a technological solution to this, and, and Major League Baseball first needs to define what that plane is, and second, needs to implement it technologically so we don't sit here and look at video review and, and bring the, uh, you know, when one umpire is on uh, video duty one week, it's a different thing than the next. I just I, I feel like standardizing things helps. And, and streamlines the game and gives us uh, the ability to avoid these sorts of controversies and conversations. Uh, am, I, am I being foolish? Am, is my desire to implement more technology a problematic thing, you think? No, I, I'm, I, I will tell you this. If, if baseball can define what it is and use technology in a way that we don't need review. In other words, if we're going to have yeah. an electronic strike zone or we're going to have some way of automatically, whether it's a buzzer in the home plate umpire's hand, whatever it is, there's got to be a way of letting the umpire know his bat broke, his bat went past whatever the, whatever the predetermined definition of, of, of a swinging strike is. I'm with you. If the, and, I've kind of come around and on the I'm, side and, of the grading Jeff, use of tech. Jeff, I just I'm, don't want video review. I don't want Kevin Cash uh, yeah, to be I, holding up the game for two minutes so they can, you know, have a check swing and a, 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 a check swing on May twenty fifth. I just don't want that. I I agree completely. And listen, the replay is a Pandora's box, um, and the, there is a a great desire and an understandable desire to get everything right. And, and it's frustrating when you see a play like the Arias one a couple days ago, mm. and it's, it's, it's patently evident that the umpire got the call wrong. And you look at it on video, and there's nothing you can do. Like, that, that's, that's just 
Uh, it's absurd. It's ridiculous. Uh, it, why does replay exist if not to get the obvious things correct? Um, it, it's those other moments, though, right? It's those uh, dozens to hundreds of extra reviews that you would have. It's the fact that games already are three hours, eight to nine minutes mm. on average. And all you're doing with more replay it's just adding to that, and that's a problematic thing. So I'm with you. It's, it's, finding, it's finding a balance, and that balance is a difficult thing to strike. Um, all right, let's move past this topic for, for a bit because, you know, I, I, we're, we're, I think we're kind of all on the same page here, except Kevin would just, Kevin would just like to have every – he'd rather have every umpire drawn and quartered right absolutely now. Absolutely I mean, not. Really every once in a while you need a little common sense. Like, you, know, you need to know what the situation of the game is and know that there's two really good teams fighting and clawing to move on. Stay out of it. Like, unless it's just an obvious where he falls down, he spin himself in the ground – no, let let the players dictate the outcome of the game. I that for me let is me, just, let me say, that's let just me, the one Ke- little Kevin, thing. Kevin, let me let me okay, so let me say this though. You remember earlier this year there was that controversial Darren Ruff check swing that was definitely yeah. not a check swing. Imagine that uh Gabe Morales, the umpire at first base, lets another ridiculous check swing like Ruffs go and and the Giants come back and win that game. That would be almost worse than what point. we're dealing with right now. That's a great point. Yeah, but you could also say it's not the fifth game of the NLDS it. either. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah just, uh, the answer to me is just call the damn thing correctly regardless. Like, I, I understand that you don't want to end the game on a check swing. If the guy actually swung, though, it should be a strike. The thing is, the guy didn't swing here. All right, let, let let's talk about the uh let's talk about the two championship series. The the Houston Boston one uh gets going tonight and of course LA and, and Atlanta will get going tomorrow. It's like it's like Groundhog Day with LA and Atlanta. <laughs> I mean if it's October if it's October sixteenth, the Braves are gonna be playing playing the Dodgers at, at some point. Uh, but I want to focus in. I want to focus in on the Astros Houston thing because there's there's also some obviously some recent history there, and there's a whole bunch of warped history with Alex Cora, et cetera, et cetera. The talking point to me of the series right now is Chris Sale starting. Did that was that as big a surprise to you as it seemed to be to to you know to some of the other some of the writers who who cover the Red Sox? It was. I mean, I, I was talking with someone with the Red Sox. You know, last week after Sale went one inning and gave up five runs and got lit up on the Jordan Luplo Grand Slam, and I was like, uh, is Sale as bad as he looks right now? And he said, yeah, we know he's been bad for a while. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see, and I'm, I'm headed down to Houston right now, actually. It's going to be interesting. What I'm keeping an eye on tonight is, the depth on Chris Sale's slider. And I'm sorry to get, like, super nerdy here with you, but um, Chris Sale's slider has been a, a total bastard pitch for his career now for two reasons. Number one, because it drops, and number two, because it sweeps. It, it's almost like that Randy Johnson slider where it's coming from this funky angle on the left side, but it also has two-plane movement. Um, this year, and especially lately, it has not had two-plane movement. It's had the downward movement, but the side-to-side sweeping movement just has not been there. So 
I'm I'm genuinely curious to see if the Red Sox figured something out with Chris Sale to make that sweeping movement a reality. Because if that's there, I think he can be effective with the fastball still. And I think it really plays up the fastball and the changeup. On the other side, do the Astros have enough bullpen, quality bullpen arms, to make up for no Lance McCullers Jr.? I mean, to me, that's that's the question of the series, right? Now, I, I think Jake Odorizzi is probably going to be on the roster, so I, I don't know that they're looking uh, at a situation where they're going to have to get length out of four different guys when Odorizzi is someone who goes out and pitches five effective innings pretty regularly. Uh, at, at the same time, McCullers was their clear number one, uh, a guy who has pitched very well this postseason, both of the times he's been out there. And uh, to, to lose your best starter before you, you start this series that already is pretty evenly matched, it's going to put a lot Honestly, on Dusty Baker's shoulders, oh. how does he how does he deploy his pitchers? And and I say that because the man he's opposing, Alex Cora, won a World Series in 2018 by deploying his pitchers with a brilliant and deft touch. And and the man he's facing right now, Alex Cora, has won the wild card game and the division series against the 100-win team, the best team in the AL, by deploying his pitchers correctly. Yeah. So it, he's facing a, a very good tactician. And Dusty Baker, for all of the things that he does motivationally, for all of the things that he does emotionally, for all of the things that... He does all of those soft skills, right, that have been so important to an Astros team that needed the the death touch uh, in that respect needs to be equally good with tactics. And and that is not something over the course of his very long and successful career that has been a particular strength for Dusty Baker. So it's going to be interesting to see the cat and mouse game that the two managers are playing in this series and uh, I've got it going seven. I've vacillated on who's going to win. Uh, I stuck with the Astros because at the beginning of the postseason, I said the World Series is going to be Dodgers and Astros, and uh, I I don't want to uh, don't want to hedge my bet there. Yeah, I, I I'm with you. I I just think that I, I think the Astros the Astros defense, especially their infield defense, could be the thing that that tilts you know yeah, tilts the really series good. here. I mean, really good. They, it, I, I will say this though: the the Red Sox outfield defense is quite good. Yes. When you got out, when you got Alex, I mean, the arms, Alex Verdugo, Kike Hernandez, and Hunter Renfro. And remember, these first two games are not in a big ballpark. Um, I know center field. I know center field is deep, but uh, the idea of Verdugo throwing from uh, the, the short porch in left and Renfro doing the same in right, uh, I feel like we're going to see. It's going to be interesting to see how aggressive the Astros try to be on the bases. Last question for you before we let you run. Mike Schilt, uh, who, this is what we were going to be talking about, we thought, when we came on, other than the, the playoff series. He's been let go as Cardinals manager due to philosophical differences. That's what? That's three managerial openings right now. What are the Cardinals looking for? I, I, I think we may have a bit of an idea about what the Padres and Mets are, are, are looking for. What are the Cardinals looking for? 
I think the Cardinals are looking for somebody, uh, and this is from what John Mozeliak, the president of baseball operations, said yesterday. Um, they're, they're looking for either a veteran or somebody who knows the organization. Uh, and, and yet I think that simplifies things a little too much. I think they're looking for someone who is willing to manage a ball club, uh, a pitching staff, uh, a lineup, like a modern manager is expected to. And what I mean by that is really digging in on analytics and and not pushing back against some of the things that they tell you. And, uh, you know, to find somebody who has all of those qualities, a veteran, someone with uh, experience with the Cardinals and is into analytics, I don't know if that person exists. Um, I, I look at somebody like Skip Schumacher, though, and he's been bench coach at San Diego. He's young. He's got a good relationship with the organization. He's spent a lot of time, the majority of his career, as a St. Louis Cardinal, and he's very open-minded when it comes to uh, the, the, the way the game is played these days. So I'm not saying it's going to be him. You know, there, there's Stubby Clapp and Ollie Marmel on the staff there already, guys, who uh, check all those boxes too, but uh, Schumacher seems to be the one who has momentum at this point. Is Carlos is Carlos Beltran ever going to resurface as a manager? Because he he was a guy he was a guy who's on a lot of people's lists, but of course he's also stained a little bit by the uh, by that is, cheating is he scandal. though like like is he anymore? I mean, Alex Cora is one series away from the World Series, uh, and AJ Hinch is back building something really good in Detroit. I, I don't feel like the stain uh, – okay, you know what the stain is? Um, the stain has been treated with, with a Tide marker, uh, run through the laundry a couple times, and if you look at it really, really closely, yeah, you see that something was there, but in reality, to the naked eye, most people can't see it or just forget about it. Yeah. Great stuff as always. Mr. I, I, Go ahead. I, I don't know, by the way. I, I don't know if that's something that – that is good or bad. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and judge that. You know, we each we each believe cheating is our definition of it. And some people take it a whole lot more seriously than others. But I think the baseball industry, by and large, just looks at it and goes, "Yeah, it happened." And and you know, we're not going to keep these people out forever. And that goes for Carlos Beltran too. Mr. Passon, great insight as always. Have a safe flight. Have uh, fun in Houston. And uh, thanks for this as always. Gentlemen, the pleasure is always mine. Be well. Jeff Passon, MLB insider with ESPN, off to Houston. I love that ballpark. Yeah, it's nice. It's a, it's a good place to get healthy if you're a hitter because yeah. it's 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 hitter hitter friendly. The the Beltron thing for me, I, I, he separates from the other two guys. It just sounds like he was the leader. He was the one that came up with it. He was the one that figured out how to bang the trash cans. This is the idea we're going to have. When you're the leader of something, I you're know, looked at a little bit differently than the followers. I, I, That's I, just me. I, I, I'm, just, I, I'm sorry. It's just it, when you boil it down to somebody in the corner banging a trash can, <laughs> it, I, I, it still makes me laugh. <laughs> I, is, what can I say? Yeah. 416-870-0590, star 590, 1-888-666-0590. That's a, you know, that's a good topic maybe for next week. We'll talk about that. Does anybody care about the, the, the Astros cheating scandal anymore? Yeah. The, it's like Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire was a hitting coach. And he was a guy who was one of the faces of the steroid scandal. He got back in the game. Maybe we'll do that next week. 
Maybe we'll do that next week. Maybe we'll do it Monday. Who knows? But in the meantime, we are asking you, listeners, 416-870-0590, star 591 590 in the text line, a very simple question. How much video review do you want in Major League Baseball? How much do you need before, like me, you get to a point where you say, stop it, this is spoiling the experience. You're listening to Blair and Barker on Sportsnet 590, The Fan. All right, so I think we've reached a bit of a consensus here with the whole check swing thing. And I think passing, as, as usual, Kevin Barker hit, hit the nail on the head. Use technology to establish the zone. Use technology to help the umpire determine what a check swing is or isn't. But don't make it reviewable. And I think that's if 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 we're getting to the point where we're going to have an electronic strike zone, I mean, that's going to happen. I mean, we know that's going to happen, and it's it it may happen before the end of the next CBA. I don't think we're that far away from having an electronic strike zone and the umpire basically being told by the strike zone what is a strike and what is a ball. And if we get to that point, then there's got to be a way of using technology to determine. Maybe they go with your definition. Go with your definition, which makes perfect sense to me. Put that, codify it, put it in the rule book, and then use technology to support that if, if the umpire needs help. I don't have any problem with that. I just don't want it to be reviewable. I, I, you think Gabe was standing over there on, on that swing? And looked, yeah, that's for sure. We're right there. Let's end the game that way. It's for me, it's common sense. It really is. Like, like the situation of the game should dictate how you call that. Yeah. If it's not just blatant a swing, leave it up to the players. And it's, every, it's not hard for me. And it's listen, really not. every sport changes its rules depending on the importance of the game. Just watch how an NHL game is refereed in the regular season or refereed in the Stanley Cup Finals. Football, who the hell knows how the NFL calls its games. But – just watch the way watch watch a basketball watch the way a game with LeBron James gets refereed versus a game with I don't know uh, the Atlanta Hawks and you know, pick a team Minnesota Timberwolves referees officials in sports always adapt to the mm-hmm. to the should adapt to the moment we use the phrase court awareness yeah. should adapt to the player and I've said this all on I have no problem with the star player getting a little bit of leeway. I, I really don't because well, you know what? I'm there to watch LeBron. I'm not there to watch the the seventh guy in the Raptors. Happens, happens, in, base, happens in baseball all the time. Ball, balls and strikes are called oh God, the reputations. Size of your number. Oh. Well, I, have, I, I had number 60. <laughs> and, I, and, and, some, and, and an umpire, I'm not going to mention his name, rang, rang me up, wasn't even close. I turned around, didn't even say anything. And he said, nice number. What are you supposed to do? Wear it. 416-870-0590. Wear it. Wear the call. Wear the number. one 590 See what I did there? They did. Star 590, Stephen Hamilton. Don't we have – we have enough video review, right? We don't need any more video review in our baseball, do we? Um, I think you guys are missing something. Uh, I, I agree that would with be Kevin. a first, it, by the way. Okay. Uh, I think anybody who's played baseball knows what a check swing is when they're standing up there yep. and when they went and when they didn't. And uh, I agree with Kev. When you when you break the center of the, the plate, you, you've gone through, but – you also got to pull that back bat it, the bat back. You you can't leave it there or it's it's a strike bunt miss strike. Now, if 
it, it's so subjective. It happens so fast. It's like the strike zone. It, there's no way avoiding subjectivity, I think, even with the best technology. The problem is in their appeal. How the heck can an umpire stand in 100 feet out there on the grass? And, Kevin, you're, you play pro. You know at first base. How Can you tell how far that bat travels from out there? Yeah, see, and Kevin will sh- tell you that he can. I'll, I, I, I'll let I him answer. When I was playing first base, I could. Like, like yeah. uh, maybe not every single swing because I wasn't all all the time paying attention. But right. If but if you're an umpire, it's your job to pay attention. You're supposed to but be you're one so of the far best away. in the world. You're yeah. so far away. Like, yeah, yeah, a little bit of that for me. I, I get it a little bit, but that just sounds like you're making excuses a little. Like well, it's it's just one of those. Can't we things. leave it with the home plate up and just let him make a call if the if he thinks the guy went through? It's intuition. You ring him up. If not, and he pulls the bat back out, it's a it's what it's not a strike. Yeah, you could argue. You just that, leave it there. You could argue last night, Doug Eddings. You know, could could have had enough common sense to know that that was obviously not a swing and not right. even gave him the check. He could have said that it was a, it was a ball. It's well, you, one and two. Yeah. Okay. But, and let's move on. But, but the, yeah, if we, there if, was if an we appeal. remove the appeal, that's it. Yeah. He could have said, no, we're, we're good. I saw it. We, I don't need to, to appeal. Like he's, it, it yeah. sort of works both ways. I get, I get your point. That's a, but don't, don't you think though, too, Steven, that, that, or, or Steve, don't you think too, that the fact that we see catchers, in particular catchers. Now, Bark's right. Hitters will do it now. But, God, we see catchers appeal 15 times a game. But you I, don't have to give it to get them. Get rid of it. But, the, it, see, I'm beginning <laughs> to th- – no, I, I I get your point because you know what you're doing? You're Why are you appealing? You're basically it, – Introducing it's almost like you're controversy. Tr- exactly. Mm-hmm. You're basically saying, I don't like what this umpire called. I'm going to put yeah. it on the shoulders of that guy who's 100 hey. feet away. No doubt. Exactly that. If you just leave it with the home plate ump, let him call it conservatively, uh, and that's that. The game moves great. It's not an issue half the time. No, that's a great – Steve, that's a great call. Thanks Thanks so much. And that we there, there's a way to solve this, but more than anything else, I think there's a way to establish a little bit of common ground here. Uh, when it comes when it comes to the check swing. But I, I am going to say I blame – uh, I blame, to a certain degree, I blame players the way, catchers in particular, the way they appeal everything now. I, Kevin, you've, you've watched and you've played baseball. There are more appeal plays now, or appeal plays, I hate to use that, but there are more appeals now than 10 years ago. Yeah, There's just well, you can't blame You can't blame the player for trying. You, you get, again, it's about the grown-up in the room. The, the home plate umpire doesn't have to give it to him. I saw it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go down there and, and then ask what his happens. Opinion. Then what well, happens then when he doesn't give him the appeal? Then then the manager's barking, well, chirping, well, chirping for. Hey, wait a minute. How come you gave them? You you let them appeal two innings ago. Why don't you let our I, I, guy? Again, appeal? it's a, it's about field awareness and knowing the situation of the game and knowing the timing of the game. And again, sometimes you gotta you gotta put it on the onus of the umpires at this level. Mm. Like they've seen this enough to know better. I, that's that's me. I think there's it's obvious. I think a certain aspect of this. I think there's some blame to go on the players here too. Like yeah. you, you guys do this all the time, and don't be surprised if it come back if it come back if it comes back and bites you. you. Just don't. So sorry, Gabe. It was the players' fault that you missed a call that's obvious to everybody but no, you. I I I'm not talking about. See, this is the issue. I'm not talking about that one play. He got it wrong. We all watched it in real time. I mean. I'm watching it in my couch in real time. I go, and I go, that's not a swing. 
I, I'm not, you know, I, I don't have years and years and years of being a first base umpire. That was a bad decision by the home, by the first base umpire last night. That was a bad decision. That That's all there is to it. And that gets into all your court awareness stuff, yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm saying generally, like, let's not pretend that that's the first botched or first check swing call that we've kind of raised it's our... Last, it's the last one we saw, and it was obvious. Yeah. That's the whole point here. It's not what happened in May or June or July. It's what happened last night. And, and an umpire at this level in a, in a game five against the Giants and the Dodgers missed a call and helped... The outcome of the game, which should never happen in my mind. Wayne in Burlington, you've got an idea around this. It's actually, and I'm going to give you credit because it's something that uh, Lance Kennedy, who's our, our technical director, mentioned in our in our pre-show meeting about about you know different rules for for the postseason and things like that. So, uh, what, what's your idea? How would you address this to ensure that we get it right without uh, without introducing too much video review into the game? Uh, thanks, uh, uh, Jeff and Kevin. Uh, the one thing basically I thought, uh, what they could possibly do is maybe allow like the last inning of the regulation game or, or basically extra, extra innings, which may be the seventh inning or even extra innings to allow each club one reviewable call and get rid of the appeal altogether in, in the game. But hmm. if you have tight games decided by a call like this, where the check swing is not defined yet, they should define it let me put it that way, before they do anything for the next season. Give some indication of it, and then leave the umpires alone from, like, game uh, throughout the games from inning one to eight. But the the last oh, inning like of that. a game, or even the extra innings, they should be able to v- review one call on both sides. And that will leave the fans happy that uh, they at least won't walk home thinking that they, they basically didn't get it right. You See, I... I, I get that, but then I, I, I will say this as well. I mean, one of the beauties of baseball is, well, you're talking the seventh inning of any regular season or ninth inning of any regular season game, right? You're not just saying specifically in the postseason. Well, for everything. For, for, oh, no, 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 I'd be like, okay regu- with that. Regulation, yeah, regulation games, like regulation games, like 162 games, um, mm. basically it matters because that, can, that deals with positioning in the playoffs. Um, but even the postseason, it really matters. Right. right, because that's there's a lot of dollars we're talking about here. People want to know that they're watching a game. Organizations want to know that they're watching their teams, and everyone understands what's going on. This is how the game is supposed to be played, and the umpires are a little bit more protected and they're more vigilant throughout those first few innings that how they're calling their strike zone, what they're looking at when, when guys are swinging the bats. So they they're going to try to tighten up more near the end of the game, leading into whether it's the last inning or leading into extra innings. Yeah, Mr. Barker. We're going to try to get it right. Mr. Barker, I'll, yeah, that that's sounds... a great call. I'd say, look, it's, I, I'm not sure there's a wrong answer here. Like, I, I just hmm. don't. I, I, the, basically, what Major League Baseball doesn't want to do is take the human element out of it. They, they don't want to take every situation away from an umpire. Or why have umpires? Like, why, why, you know, have them do all the minor league stuff that, that baseball players do and then just basically when they get to the big league level, take everything away from them? That, that's the whole point here. But on the flip side of it, you don't want them to, to have any – able to take anything away from the outcome of the game, which is what happened yesterday. Now, I think we can all come to agreement that – you know, one two and oh two is not a big difference to a guy, especially when you're zero for seventeen with nine punches. <laughs> the, the outcome of that at bat is probably going to be the outcome of the at bat that we all expect it to be. But 
what if Max Scherzer hangs a slider, which he'd been doing yeah. in that inning? Okay. I, I just haven't read you, you, you just can't say, okay, it's okay. He missed the call. We move on. No, no, that's not the way life works. Like uh, I'm held accountable. You're held accountable on this show. Umpires at the highest level should be held accountable when they're not good at what they do. And he wasn't good at it. And that's, that's the whole point here. And, and it's up to major, major league baseball in my mind to get it right. What that is, you know, Wayne said it. If, if it's the ninth inning, if it's the eighth inning and you give one review, okay, I'm okay with that. Then, you know, if you give one review at some point, somebody's going to want a review for another thing. And then, uh, as I said, when, once you two. open the door, once you open the door, it's you can't close it's it. It's the last out of the game's a little different than the the last out of the fourth inning. I, I will. I will. I would be OK if, if Major League Baseball decided to standardize the rule and decided that teams were given one review and could use it, I don't know, as Wayne said, 7th, 8th, ninth inning on, whatever, I, I would be prepared to listen to that. I just don't. But the trade-off would have to be that you wouldn't appeal the rest of the on game. On the flip side I'd of be that, fine with that, I have no idea the answer to this, but is, but is Gabe Morales one of the best 10 umpires in all of baseball? I, would, I, I, I have know. no idea. Do you have any idea? I, I don't know. have any idea. How about that first? How about start with that? Put your best umpires on the field. Not 92 percentile of Doug Eddings <laughs> behind the plate in game five. How about that? How about a 97, 98 percentile? That's more than 92 percentile. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's, you know, the, the, there's some certain umpires that just they just shouldn't be shouldn't be in the postseason. Mm. It's, it's very clear. 